keeping an eye on what's happening in your backyard, it's back to On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Carl Stutzman with you here, and we are back on the Women of Elkhart Beat. Next up, Michelle Frank over at the Learner. Uh, she's been a regular on the show, and we're always very to have, are always very happy to have her back on. Uh, Michelle, I think the last time we spoke was a couple of weeks ago when you guys announced that you could officially start opening things up here in the relatively near future. How are things and uh, how's it been since then? Going so, so well. Um, lining up shows, getting things ready, and there's going to be a lot of announcements coming up. Oh, yeah, not trying to give anything away. But I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I kind of had a feeling that once the decision was made, you know, this is the day where we can start opening our doors, that a lot of things were going to be happening pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, it's still... I mean, it is still it still is what it is because we're still social distance. So we're not going to see that same caliber of shows that people are used to until social distancing is lifted. But that doesn't mean that we're not making plans for the day that social distancing is lifted and we'll be able to have the like big rock shows or the big country shows that everyone loves. Well, and that was going to be my question for you. And I forgot to ask it the last time we talked is that you part of opening up was you had to submit a plan to the health department. The health department had to approve said Mm -hmm. plan. Then you could move forward. But I mean, you're submitting a health plan for opening in May. And, Mm -hmm. you know, here we are just a couple of days away from every adult in the state of Indiana being eligible to get a vaccine. So these things change pretty quick. Yeah, it definitely does. So um, when I submitted the health plan, it was based on where we were as a county at that point in time. And I think that was maybe, I think I submitted it like end of January, beginning of February. So obviously, like things could lift or, you know, based off of the governor's announcement yesterday, I'm waiting to hear back from the health department and from the mayor's office to figure out what that means for us. Um it, you know, I mean, and everything's so fluid and moving. I mean, it was fluid and moving, um, like right in the heart of the pandemic. Um, so yeah, I have learned how to go with the flow and I'm not a good go with the flow type of person, but I'm learning. <laughs> Uh, I, I, it, it definitely was, does. It was, uh, you know, like uh, last week that the announcement came that, you know, the the jazz festival is officially on and you guys are going to be playing a pretty big part in, in making sure that that actually happens. Yeah, um, we're the venue for Jazz Festival, and we work very closely with the organizers of the Jazz Festival. Ben Decker is the president of Elkhart Festivals, Inc., and he's done a fantastic job um, of of getting the plans together. He's got a multiple plan process of um, of opening of what a Jazz Fest looks like. So one that's restrictive, one that's a little less restrictive, and one that might be like you know, almost back to normal. And those have been some great conversations with the health department, and he's doing an incredible job pioneering that. Yeah, we talked to Ben last week. It was only for a couple of minutes. I know that they're going to have more announcements here. Uh, He said probably the first week of April, week of April-ish, is when they might be able to start telling when, uh, uh, well, I should say who's going to be performing and what that's going to look like. So we're looking forward to that then. Uh, So the reason I, you know, reached out to you is uh, part of this Women of Elkhart Week is because you are just that. You know, you've been in your position now through uh, two separate administrations. Uh, Mayor Robertson kept you on for this one. And I imagine that's probably for a pretty good reason. So I just wanted to hear, you know, your side of the story. How did you wind up where you are? What's your background and what's your history? Um. You know, I never thought that I'd end up in the live events industry. Um, when I went to school, well, first of all, when I got out of high school, I moved home um, 
and I moved home to help take care of my grandma who had Alzheimer's. Um, my mom was the sole caregiver for, um, for my grandma. And so I wanted to be able to move home. I went to community college for a little while. And then when my grandma became more of like a full-time job, um, I stopped going to classes and I couldn't work a job. So I was solely 100% taking care of my grandma. Um, but then when she ended up in a facility, I went to school. Um, I went to college at Hawking college down in Nelsonville, Ohio by OU, Ohio university. Um, and I went for the school of hospitality and I, my degree was in baking and culinary arts. <laughs> so <laughs> that is my degree. Like I can bake and I can cook like nobody's business, but I don't do that here running a multi-million dollar performing arts venue, but it's still out of, um, out of the school of hospitality. So I am doing kind of what I went to school for. Um, but I was so fortunate that like, as I progressed through my career, um, you know, I, I was working in a restaurant for a little while. That was definitely my, my background, but I was also, when I first got out of school, I was the pastry chef at Kalahari resorts in Sandusky. Um, and that was a big step for me to come out of college and be able to, to go into that. But, um, I ended up hurting my back and I was told find a new career. I was 21, 22 years old. And I was told what you went to school for, you can't continue to do. Wow. Um, I was paralyzed on my left side for a little while. Like I couldn't, I couldn't really walk and um, couldn't use my left arm. So I found, I found a new career. I ended up working in a restaurant as a manager um, at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, I ended up working at the Wapakoneta Daily News as a um, assistant business manager. So I was handling the finance side um, with our business manager. So I learned that side of things as well. And then I had an incredible boss. Um, I, I interviewed for a job at the Veterans Memorial Civic and Convention Center. It's a 1,700-seat um, county-owned facility in Lima, Ohio. And Cindy Wood was the CEO at the time. And for whatever reason, she recognized something in me that I didn't even know I had. And she really brought me on and under her wing. And I am like indebted to her forever because she like ignited a passion in me for this live events industry. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, that's kind of where it kickstarted. And so um, I moved to Elkhart after I worked at the civic center for a couple of years and I moved to be the theater manager at the learner. And um, two years later, I was asked by uh, Mayor Nice to, become the general manager. Um, they were very happy with the progress that the theater had had um, from when I came on as theater manager. And um, he asked me to stay on. So it's, I've been very blessed, very fortunate. I've had turns in my, you know, I've, I've had things happen to me that um, through my career that I didn't foresee, but I'm very happy with where I'm at. I love Elkhart and I love, I love the learner. I love my team. I love, I love what I'm doing here. So I feel like I'm in the right place. I have absolutely uh, no doubt whatsoever on that, by the way, based on the social media posts and the conversations that we can have off the air. Uh, I I just I can't imagine being 21 years old. And I mean, for me, that would be like you know, one day waking up and I, I literally have no voice. It, it, what, what am I going to do? You know, it's like I've been working on trying to be in radio my whole life. What what was that moment like? Like, how do you come to terms with that? I mean, I don't, I don't talk about it a lot, honestly, because it was a really dark time. Um, it was when, like, I had just gotten engaged to my husband, and um, 
we were planning our wedding and I had this awesome job at Kalahari and I just, um, you know, I, for whatever reason, I went into work one day, there was never like one moment where it just happened. Like, it wasn't like I fell or anything. I just like one morning I woke up with this pain that I couldn't, I couldn't even articulate. I was crying. I couldn't move. And then it just continued to progress. And they attributed it to the way that, to the way that like a chef would stand, um, where you're like leaned over a table, like if you're piping a cake and you're using your arm and like the position that my body was in. Um, and it eventually got to the point where like I had gone to a chiropractor, they had tried to do some adjustments and I left that day, went home and I couldn't use my arm, my left arm. That's crazy. And I ended up, you know, I had to resign from the position was going to, I was a year and a half in and out of physical therapy, aquatic therapy, pain management. Um, I was doing acupuncture and nothing was helping. And it wasn't until I went to a, um, I ended up driving two hours, four days a week. I drove to like the Lima, Ohio area to a, um, he was kind of like a holistic doctor that also did adjustments in chiropractor. I went to him for four months and I got function of my arm again, function of my leg. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you tell a 21 year old that uh, like you have to change, you have to change your career, what you went to school for, what you paid to go to school for? How do you, but, um, I have an awesome, incredibly supportive family and they helped me through it. My husband, <laughs> my husband is amazing. Um, and we've been through a lot together. Every time one of us has a new career opportunity, we do it, we do it together mm -hmm. and we're a great team. Oh, I, I love it. I did not know that about you, and uh, I, I appreciate you sharing it. That's that's absolutely amazing. Um, I th that I'm blown away by that story. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have, though. So, um, <laughs> we, we're, but you know what the thing is is that we will always have more time to talk. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. And you know, as part of the series, you really are just one of the fantastic women that have made Elkhart an amazingly bright place. Uh, so I, I know a lot of people appreciate what you've done. So so thank you for your work, and you know, uh, we're glad to have you where you are. Thank you. So, Michelle Frank over at the uh, Learner, the director of the Learner Theater. I just, I'm still kind of reeling from that story. That's incredible. So, uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Tonda Hines coming up next. Uh, you want to talk about someone with a, a great story and a great background in Elkhart. And uh, that's going to be our show for today. So, we'll be back with Tonda Hines in just a minute on the beat. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.